0: welcome 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 this is fret talk number 199 199 not quite 200 uh, you are here with your host mr budget pedal chap that's me you are here with mr budget pedal matt that's this guy
1: hey Matt. uh hi matt, matt. hey
0: and there is budget pedal lee who's a little bit even further this way um mate I've got so much stuff that isn't budget pedal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same for myself, to be fair, considering um, like all of the stuff I've got around me and half of it is like boutique and
2: British brand stuff. So, <laughs> I do love a good good budget pedal, though, I've got to say. I, you know, when you, when you get something that's really, really good and it's cheap as chips, it, it makes me really happy.
0: Yeah 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 and I've I've been getting in touch with some of those myself this week actually. Um but we're going to save that a little bit a little bit for later. Um we've got some stuff to do that was that was not written in haste as I was driving home. From a lovely meal tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh it was fantastic. Let's talk about that instead. Uh, <laughs> no, um, well, that's how this podcast works, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Matt, it's been it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. It has. Um, and it is. It's a very hot minute right now. Actually, I've got. Yes, yeah, it is, been. isn't
1: it? What's what's the weather been like on your Uh, like we're twenty degrees for the last five or six days. It's just it's too warm. Yep. give oh, me man. winter. Bring winter back.
2: 20's perfect. It was 27 here yesterday and oh, um, fuck that. In here it was <laughs> a lot warmer by the end of the day. Yes.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm finding there's a problem with humidity at the moment as well. Where it's not necessarily all that warm, but the the air is just horrible claggy and all of the words that make women just yeah. do that.
2: Like moist. <laughs> I've gotta say good evening to my friend michael rigby in the in the comments there hello mate how are you doing nice yeah to see hi you. mike yes uh you guys are
0: gonna have to run defense for me on the uh on the chats today because i am unfortunately tied up with uh like a digital version of what is usually
2: an analog format um <laughs> oh right you mean you? i thought you meant a digital version of facebook i was like yeah, what yeah. Is I, the analog for yeah. analog <laughs> version is going out and seeing people. and We don't want to do that shit. No, pe- <laughs>
0: people just post like they post cat memes through my door ev- like periodically. Um,
2: <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Lots, do, you of lots of it like the, do you remember that lady put the Do you remember that lady you put the cat in the bin oh and it dear. all went viral? Okay. I think that's what she was trying to do. Trying to create it was a <laughs> yeah, like analog a Facebook
1: phys- physical manifestation of a meme. <laughs> she became a bean, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, dear. Didn't,
2: didn't go down too well. Indeed. Indeed. She did get a lot of hate for that, didn't she? Um, and rightly so. We must, we must state that we are not on the side of the uh, cat smuggler or whatever no, she was. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it, it,
0: it so like I'm trying to come to her defence at the moment, um, which is not the case. Although, two nights Although, ago, my cat was a right bastard. Uh and <laughs> probably deserved to be put in a bin. But but she wasn't the lucky girl <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, she uh, like because it has been so horrible and claggy and just just not nice, we had like the patio door open for like the majority of the evening and she just kinda of saunters in and out and, in and out. And it was coming to like coming to time where we were wrapping up and going to bed. Um so like I stepped outside and I usually got, give a couple of clicks and she like popped back in. But she this time did the clicks, she looked at me and then just started sauntering off the other way. I was like, you motherfucker I just shut the door. Well, well so initially I did I went, you know what, screw you. You're an indoor cat and you think you can think you can cut it outside, you're gonna get scared yourself scared shitless. So I shut the door like went up and got like got my teeth brushed and we got ready for bed. Um and then thought, mm, actually, am I being a bit of a bastard? So I went went back to the garden and she was sat in the middle of the garden, clicks again and she saunters off again. And she hides behind our shed. Um, so I start shaking the treats at her. And she was like, Nah, nah, I think I can get better than this. Uh so I got like the little like meat sticks that she absolutely loves. And she was like, no, nah, I'm not having any of it. Um, so at this point, I thought, I'm going to scare her out from behind the, the shed. So <laughs> I got the hose. I switched the hose on. Because, uh, like, the 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 shed's kind of at the corner of the garden. And if you go to the right-hand side of the shed, you can shoot at the back of the shed without necessarily, like, soaking the cut. Uh, shooting up at the back of a shed. A yeah, yeah. Of Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. So, so like I, I fired a couple of warning shots, and then she went, nah I'm, I'm not having any of this," and then went like bolted over one of the other gardens. I was like, "You know what? Fuck you, then. Give up. Absolutely, yeah. just fuck you <laughs> So I went to bed, um, but like four the next morning, she woke the missus up, meowing, going, went oh, in, get me in." Mm. <laughs> so right, bastard. She probably did deserve a binning, uh, but we didn't. <laughs>
2: Um, so, <laughs> Lee's just like fuck. Wait, what, what's happening? Uh, um, the, the worst thing about that is I've been going for a similar sort of thing with my cat, and I, I understand. Do you understand just... wanting to put it in the bin? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but the, yeah, it's not not the not so much wanting to put it in the bin, but I understand how frustrating <laughs> how frustrating it is when it's just like, oh, it's awful. But there's, there's that.
0: There's the distinction, isn't there? There's, there's the desire to to put the cat in the bin, versus those people who will actually put the cat in the bin. <laughs> um, and and that's 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 where the kind of the line of sanity uh, lives. Um, I think we should probably stop talking about cats and and how bastardy yes. they are, and we should probably let Matt tell us some of what's been going on in the world of Matt. Yeah, before I start boring you with the
2: same information about my board again, (laughs) there's been a few little changes, but I'm sure Matt's had more going on.
1: Yeah, well, I can't remember the last time I was on, because I came back after we kind of opened everything up. But then I decided to work a notice period for one job whilst starting my new job. (laughs) Yeah, you did. And yeah, I, I then had no free time for like three and a half weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and whilst doing that, I also gigged with both bands. So, one of my mates was like, Oh, you've got four income streams. And I'm like, No, no, I just have no life. Let's see, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so have zero work life balance now. Did a couple of gigs, broke my AC15.
0: Um, um, yes, yes, I remember this going on.
1: Cause How? I, How? So, it lives in the back of my van, and normally it's packed in with a load of gear and also bungee corded. Hmm. And I had, had to take all the gear out because I needed to use the back of the van for something else. But the AC-15 had stayed in. And then I was driving back from... I'd basically taken some shit to the tip and thrown it in the tip. And I was driving back and the bungee cord, the, the metal end for the bungee cord snapped. Um. And the amp just fell and slid the entire length of the van. Uh. And now it's got like a hissy, poppy crackle. Um, you reckon it's a valve? I no, it's not a valve. I've I've tried valves. That's not the problem. So it's a it's a more serious problem. It needs an actual amp tech, oh. which there aren't any of on the Isle of Man. So yeah, I, I broke that. Um, I've been running. So I bought a second Hayden Mofo 15, and I've been running two Hayden Mofo 15s in stereo for the gigs that I've done since.
0: Life gives you been, lemons. <laughs> <laughs> buy two, Hayden. Movers, I think is the well, expression. I
1: had I had one with the two cabs, and you can run it. You can run the one head head into two cabs. But I was like, but what's better than one is two? So why not just have two heads and two? All right, <laughs> So, so if you <laughs> if you can run one into two, you could, you could run, run two, two into, into four. four. But I can't. I couldn't find enough head, enough cabs to buy. So I was like, Do you know what? I'll just. Spend another couple of hundred quid on Hayden Head. Yeah. Um, it was running them in stereo, but they're a bit too... When you run them like that, they sound a bit too modern. Yeah. Because um, yeah. they're obviously like a little bit more of a modern voicing. Um, So I've changed the speaker in one of the cabs from whatever's in there to a Vintage 30. Okay. I picked up locally, um, which has made it sound a bit more classic. It's a bit... Bit more toppy, a bit less kind of really like vintage face. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I do as well. Like I had one in the using Katana Pure Tone. That again, it's another amp that's fucked that needs looking at, but we don't have an amp tech over here. Um Yeah, so like that's my that was my kind of like solution for a small small rig for gigging is I'll use my um, my Hayden Mofo with the cab that's now got the Vintage 30 in it. But because I work two jobs at the same time, I came into a bit of extra money funny how will how will i reward myself i know i'll buy myself a second 212 amp that i i didn't want to buy another ac15 c2 because i will get this one fixed and there's no point in having two of the same amp um so i looked at what there was out there and what like what i like the sound sound of on on youtube demos and Spoke to a few people who had a few stuff, and I ended up buying a, which arrived today, a Fender, is it ba- base base breaker? breaker. Yeah, yeah Basebreaker fifth uh, eighteen thirty is the yeah, one yeah, I've yeah. got. So it's it's a two channel one, and um, it's got a thirty watt mode, which is a black face, and an eighteen watt mode, which is supposed to be modelled on a brown face. Yeah, and um, and I've not been able to turn it up loud, so I can tell you that it's got fucktons of headroom, but. I haven't been able to turn it up loud enough yet, um, but I do have a gig on Friday. No, Saturday. Either Friday or Saturday. I've got a gig, so I will. You're not
2: going to try a rehearsal first.
1: No, I've got a rehearsal. <laughs> See, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're both you're both heathens. This yeah, is what just, he says. I'm just going to turn up a gig with a new guitar. Yeah, yeah, but yeah but I'll, yeah, have, no. I'll <laughs> have
1: three spare amps in the back of the van. So if it doesn't work, I've got a contingency.
0: That's it. That's I've it. I've got
1: two Hayden Mofo heads, two cabs, and a Marshall Origin Twenty in the back of the van. So if it goes wrong, I'll just combine a Hayden Mofo and an Origin Twenty, probably, because it's the band that I don't lend the Origin Twenty out in. So it'll be fine. It'll be absolutely fine. To be fair,
2: you should be fine with it, cause they're good they're really good uh, amps there.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard lots of good things about them, and like I say, I, from the YouTube demos and like, look, I managed to pick this up for less than four hundred quid, Ooh. and I think they were six nine nine new, so I don't think that's too bad. Well, how old is it?
2: Because they're not that uh, old, are they?
1: No, I uh, think they they came out either twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. This I think the serial number on this one was twenty seventeen, which was like I, I think they've uh, Fender have recently kind of discontinued them, but um, yeah. yeah, it's a second. It was a second hand one, but. Um, like i say i've i've not managed to turn it up myself yet but it was the kind of i, I wanted an, another 212 because i think more than having the extra wattage i think the the fact that you've got two speakers that are designed to work in tandem tends to t- tends to give you or give me more of what i want which is kind of like it pushes the edge of the amp it's easier to push the edge of it like the amp to the edge of breakup yeah mm. um michael
2: uh, in the chat has said uh, note to self become an amp tech and move to the man yeah i mean like
1: i don't understand how nobody's done it the, the guy there was a guy over here until about three or four years ago he passed away and um, but he he literally would just like he he would as a side project alongside being the only amp tech over here would like rip amps apart and just put his own circuits in them And they were just incredible sound and things. There's about six or seven of them floating around on the island. There's a few in the UK. There's a few further abroad. That he's kind of like just... It it used to be a Fender pawn shop, like cheap amp, and he's just ripped all of the guts out of it, ripped the speaker out, completely replaced everything and just turned it into this just monster. Um, But yeah, unfortunately, since since he passed away, nobody has taken up the mantle. A couple of people have said, oh, I'll, I'll try and do amp tech stuff and just... You know, if you if you're not an expert in it, or you you've not got the inclination to do it, you're doing it alongside several other things. It just isn't going to work.
2: Yeah, it doesn't fill you with the confidence, does it? Yeah. What you need to do is find out from the people living around town if there's an old TV technician, right from like the late eight, like mid eighties. <laughs> who they're the perp because it was all valve back then. Uh, my uncle would have been perfect to this. Actually, thinking about it, but yeah. Um, that that's like you're saving grace if you can find someone
1: yeah yeah i mean like if we, if the questions asked on our local like facebook forums all the time and i think it's just going to get to the point where somebody's going to go go to the uk with a van full of amps and like, I've, I've got two that need to go at this point um i've also my fender vaporizer is not gonna be a fender vaporizer for much longer Oh, okay. um, I've got I've got some plans for that in the works with uh, our friend a hello sailor Joe once he gets back uh, oh. he's off on his uh, not on his travels he's off with, he's, he's traveling with work at the moment um, but he's back in December and I said how about I send you this and you do whatever the hell you want to it I mean he was like oh that sounds great and I was like oh, I'll I'll pay you as well and he's like oh, that's even yeah, better yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that sounds like my perfect thing yes when I get back I'll let you know and uh, yeah. So I'm gonna send in my vaporizer, which is fine, but it's not really loud. I basically used it as a monitor alongside my AC15 when I was using that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like somewhere you can put it like off to the side of the stage or on top of the AC15, just so that you've got something at ear height. Um, but they're not they're not quite loud enough to to gig with. So I just said, yeah, we'll we'll pull it apart and you can use that as a chassis and do whatever the hell you want to it. Yeah, because the
0: the vaporizers were like really really cool looking, weren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean the the Asta is absolutely brilliant, but yeah, just in terms of the sound quality, it was just kind of a little bit too loud for bedroom, but not quite loud enough to gig with properly.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it sat in that that weird um, area, didn't it? That it sounded crap until you until you pushed it past where it was viable for bedroom, and then yeah. the moment you did that, it was it was not quite. Not quite workable for a band. It was just under where you needed it to be.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it was the com- combination of 10-inch speakers and only being 12 watts. I think mm. if it had 12-inch speakers, it might have been all right. Or if it had, you know, 18 or 25 or 30 watts or whatever, yeah. it would probably be all right. It was just kind of like that combination of two meant, yes, you could crank the balls off it, but once you've got a drummer and a bassist and another guitarist, it just gets lost in the mix.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a shame because I loved the idea of how simple they were. Because we're like, is it like three knobs on it?
1: Volume, tone, and reverb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved I love the idea of that.
0: I thought that's that's wicked. That's that's what I want an amp to be. Like no messing. Yeah. Just out loud, do you want it? Kind of how roughly how dark and or kind of bright you yeah, want right. it. And then do you want some reverb or not?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the, the thing is, it's not even digital reverb. This is- there's a spring tank in them, so bloody brilliant. Yeah, and I, I think I paid 199 quid for mine, brand new. Yeah,
2: because I just, just... Google it because I, I were not sure which one you were talking about. But as soon as you see it, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah the, I know that. It's got those yeah. like
1: angled, f- angle front panels, and yeah, yeah. They c- like I say, I think I think when when they kind of discontinued them, all the shops were selling for like 199.
0: Yeah, they were doing them. I mine way, up from
1: from GAC. Yeah, they like I say, I, if if it had just been a little bit louder or it had, had an attenuation so that you could crank it in your bedroom they'd have been perfect because they look fucking cracking they
0: do what um what uh, colour did you go for because they, they come in like, yeah I've, I've got the red. red one yeah, yeah.
1: there was a red a blue and a green wasn't there but they were the like the, the fender pastel colours yeah, yeah. Green and all that sort of
2: yeah. rubbish yeah they nice though really nice I say rubbish but I totally don't mean it they do look really nice
1: yeah I think the aesthetics was what sold them for most people.
0: Yeah, 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 And and the price point as well, they were a the fender amp. Yeah. Like even at their, their peak, they were only about three, three fifty ish. Yeah. You know, I can get can get a, a fender valve amp with spring reverb for three fifty. Yes, get get in, I'll have that.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like I say, the cracking little amp I just it was just kind of in that kind of thing where I could take it to a practice. And that was about it because you you needed to mic up and just most of the venues over here you don't you you either get a small desk and you have you can't mic up or there's not much point to micing up because you're playing through a room of 55 people max and kind of you know it feels like overkill to mic up at that point when you know your amp can or most people's amps can throw to the back of the room
2: yeah so, tell you what's gonna be really really nice if you run that, uh your origin in uh stereo with your uh, new bass breaker
1: yeah, it's I mean,
2: gonna be sexy.
1: If if I get somewhere where I've got a space to run a two twelve and a one, I think the Origin is actually a one ten, but it's like a bigger than a bigger than a one twelve. Like the the cab is oversized. And um, if I get a chance to run stereo, I, I absolutely would do. But like a lot of the places over here, you basically, I get the size of a two twelve cab wide, and that's it. And like I don't particularly want to stack the, the Origin on top, mm, and yeah. um, just in case, because obviously it's a yeah, it's not going to be a flat surface, but yeah, if we get the outdoor, there's, if the outdoor gigs come back, because obviously there's no TT again this year, but if the outdoor gigs come back, if they do stuff for for the locals, then absolutely I'll be running in stereo and it'll probably be um, the Vox, uh, sorry, the uh, Bass Breaker and the Origin.
2: Yeah, if you can run, wet, dry, wet, with the Vox, the, uh, <laughs> the Fender and the Marshall, which is basically kind of like the rig I'm yeah. running at the minute, it's just like Oh. <laughs> yeah, I won't be so able to good. do
1: wet-dry-wet because wet I got rid of all of my ABYs. Well, mm, if ever yeah. there
0: was a... <laughs> uh, you say you got rid of one. Didn't Didn't the sand get to the one or was it...
1: Yeah, the sand got to one um, and then I replaced that with exactly the same thing. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so that was my radial big shot. Yeah. Um, and I bought another one of those when I was running stereo because obviously you've got the ground lift, you've got the phasing, the like it's a proper professional piece of kit but yeah because i wasn't running in stereo anymore i flogged that and then five and a half weeks later my vox died and i started running in stereo again <laughs> brilliant yeah, yeah Sod's law isn't it yeah right lee yeah.
0: lee mm. what are you been up to mate and you've got to tell me I've, I've rewired the board again so that i've got this it's <laughs> absolutely fantastic wet dry wet dry wet <laughs> rig and it's now midi capable on all different channels and so
2: you're not far off okay (laughs) Okay. so i i was having a bit of an issue um my my plan was to run um from the esa go out to the um the two um the two victory amps that are on the board the flamps um on the wet, uh, one, in one of the loops of the ESA, I have the um, the GT core, and that has the stereo through, so I can run stereo through. But it also has a sub out, so I can run the uh, a third amp, and I can put a third amp on that. Yep. What I didn't realise is you can't currently split the sub out so it's completely independent, and you can't send out a high enough um, impedance either uh, to to run anything. So you can't just run a. You basically can't run three channels on the on the core at the moment for some sh- whatever reason. So I've had to try and figure out a way uh, a way around this um, because I still wanted to use the core for effects and these sort of things. Yeah, and it was really bugging me. And, and friends are saying you can't do it, you can't do it, and I fucking did it. <laughs> so what I did was um, you made it, man yeah the, the es8 has a tuner out which i was using <laughs> but okay. the core has a uh a tuner on it anyway so what i've done is i've run out of the tuner out into the uh into the b channel of the es8 i've run the um where i was running into stereo from the es8 from um, the stereo loop instead of that i'm running just one of the one out into it and I'm running straight out of, cha- of the output B into uh, into an amp. Okay. So that means that I'm treating the B signal as just for that, and I'm cho- using the A in mono for the effects and everything to the other two amps.
0: Oh, so you've, you've you've managed <laughs> yeah you've managed to get a wet dry wet
2: yeah rig and it's and the wet is fully independent but. There is a downside, which is I wanted to just run it out to a cab and I'd have to use some sort of um, power ramp if I want to do that because uh, the okay. core isn't, doesn't run a hot enough signal to drive a cab. Yeah. So I'm running it into a little acoustic amp, which is just over there, which is fine. It, it sounds all right, but what I'm thinking now is I'm thinking about getting one of these um, these cabs with you know this speaker that emulates lots of different speakers because it changes like the eq so you can make it sound like a greenback or a v30 and these sort of things yeah like the line six uh power Cab. Mm. yeah those kind and, of things and the kemper one
0: yeah 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 the uh, kemper cabinet isn't it with a k
2: yeah yeah so have you seen the new Mortal combat movie no i have not um. no no it's good, but the, the guy who plays Luke Hung is really annoying, which is annoying itself because he's the best character. Anyway, <laughs> he is, he is all right, Luke, all right, Johnny Cage. Okay, but Tekken was better, <laughs> yeah. The Tekken movie is so good, man. I, I, <laughs> there is well, anime, <laughs> um, but yeah, all the <laughs> Um, okay. so yeah that, that's what i've done with that um and it's working really really nice and what i've been doing is just trying to dial in some nice synths i'm just trying to get that synth working what i've found with the enzo is it only really sounds really nice if you're using it in terms with in, in like conjunction with other pedals it doesn't really sound that great on its own it does, but it sounds much better with a bit of reverb here and a bit of fuzz going into it there and so on and so forth. Right. So that's quite cool. Here's your question.
0: Hmm? Have you tried your uh effects fuzz yet?
2: Anyway. Um...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you know what? I haven't tried the Hertz yet either. I just... I've just been so focused on... Uh, the little time that I've had free, I've been really yeah. focused on getting the board sorted. But I really need to try these uh, and um, get them up and running. There is something else I've been doing, which is really cool. Go on. You know the HM2 is coming out. Oh, the yeah, HM2W. I'm a- yeah, I'm aware that the HM2W is coming out. Yeah. So um, because it's no big secret that it's coming out, I can tell you that we're going to be demoing it on um, on Tompida. yeah. So, it's been a case of researching loads about the HM2 and these sort of things and looking at what's going to be happening with it. And <laughs> I can't talk about too much because there's, you know, there's stuff that I can't say. But that custom mode is pretty damn cool. Have you seen how it is as well? It's not like a little slidey switch like on the MT2 and W and stuff. It's a little switch on top of it. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's different to the other Wazers. It's like a. Um... I don't want to just pick up a pedal because that's no good for the um, for the listeners in the podcast. But imagine if you've got a pedal with top-mounted jacks, Yeah, where one of the top-mounted jacks would be, that would be yeah, basically where the it. pedal is. That's yeah, pretty I cool.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's. Um, I've, I think they've done that because the HN2 is so iconic in its its look, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want to ruin the the kind of profile of it. Hmm. Also, one of my mates the other day, we were having a chat, and he said, oh, yeah, I think my ex-girlfriend's got a HM2. She never uses it. It's a really old beaten-up one. I was like, that sounds... Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: well, I'll, 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 if it's old and beaten-up, oh, I suppose I can give her, like, 20
2: quid for it. Give her a five. Te- out, yeah. te- take it off your hands. Yeah, he, he said it was his to start with. He said, oh, I've got one of them knocking around. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I'll buy it off you. Yeah, I didn't say how much, yeah, but you might even be watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But, but no, a yeah. bought plan, a bought plan. <laughs> he's um, I'm giving him that actually because he's helped me decorate the house for this, to sell it. So I'm giving him my my Obernator's head. Oh nice! Yeah, man, I'm gonna miss it. But it, you know, he needs a decent little lamp. So yeah, I'm giving him that. But yeah, um, I'm I might might try and pick up that old HM 2 Yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah,
0: good good You've tried one. I've not tried an HM2 no. I've not even tried um, like no, the because the the Behringer uh, have got like a an equivalent of the HM2, like the Ultra Metal 300, I think it is. I think that's right, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But, and I've not even tried that one.
1: So. But... No, I've I've yeah, I've not even tried any of the Black um, Boss Drive pedals. Just I can't stay clear of them. They're all the same. They all sound horrible.
2: What well, like the SD one? <laughs> <laughs> the yes. new black condition, The, the
0: SD one. Um, and and yeah, lo- largely, I'm, I'm kind of along with Matt's thinking. There is that. There's no joy for me to be had in that corner of the boss market
2: because like, I don't com- believe you. Because after your last video, you did. I think you are you're all about metal. <laughs> metal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean yeah the the um because i did the the energy effects um like full full demo uh there were some do me do me bits in that, which that yeah, worked kind of well um but it was it was me pushing myself
2: to the limit with that um take it to the limit i will do <laughs> um hello i, I, I want to sh- shout out to scott hi scott scott Gaylord's is in the chat as well boys and girls hi scott Evening. Um, he said. He said it was done like that to keep the original look, which is what we we were yeah saying. Yeah, for sure.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> right. right. I've I've got I've got a few things that I want to go through this week. Um. So I need I need to consult my list to make sure that I don't forget about any of it because um, we've been on too. Oh, so much. Man, so much. Uh, I'm going to start off kind of springboarding from where we were talking about there. Like I I um have started doing full. Uh, full demos again for Pedalboard to do because I've realized that I can. Um, and so the first one was the uh, the energy effects uh, Flaming Cake. And then um, the following Friday came out the, the No Talk All which kind of followed on from it. Uh, this time, what I'm going to do, this Friday coming up, aka tomorrow, um, <laughs> is going to be uh, the new X ex- Horseman uh no talk or tone and then the following tuesday is going to be the full um full demo experience on pedal wars of doom so i'm kind of switching it about uh yeah, that one's, that, so it's really cool um we've got two uh two kind of tracks that are uh, recorded for that There's uh, like a <laughs> a plagiarized uh, <laughs> a plagiarized one um and there is like a kind of John Mayer pastiche because John Mayer's uh, like a quite a well-known clon user. So I thought might as well try and try and aim towards some of those tones, uh, which I actually, funnily enough, I crack out the um, the Ibanez RG in it, um, just as a kind of an homage to the fact that every so often uh, John, John Mayer, Mayer uses uh, an RG. Well, no, he uses a like a pink jackson i think or a Charvel. so i just thought i'd do a, a little bit of an homage and see if anyone noticed uh but now i've told you so if you have heard this and you go watch that video uh next tuesday plonk it in the comments and just go i know i know um yeah. so yeah we've got that going on um i've done like shed loads of um shed loads of recording this week as well i've done a couple of in fact I actually did three um three no talk tones this morning. Um I've yet to edit them um but they will be coming out like kind of sequentially next couple of weeks. I'm not gonna spoil what they are. Um but uh one of my biggest uh, videos on the no talk tone channel uh was the Mosky uh deluxe preamp, which is full tone full drive kind of esque. And in with this bunch of pedals is also a musky full tone thing. Full tone. Full tonish. Indeed. So uh so watch out for that. It's probably it gonna like be full tone but without all the races. <laughs> Funnily enough, in the um in the write up for it, I have mentioned that as it? <laughs> it within the like the first first bit it says <laughs> that um the the original chap's quite a uh quite a uh, controversial fella, and uh, if you <laughs> want the tones but without
2: supporting the guy, this is an option. Mm. Um, I, I, f- I think if he wasn't such a bell end to start with, that wouldn't have gone down quite as bad as it did. If, he, w- he wasn't great, but he you know he didn't help himself afterwards either, and he kind of laid into it all. But it's it's such a such a, a divisive subject. I think uh, we shouldn't say much more on it yeah yeah like he he doubled
0: down on on that but i think Mm. his um his kind of previous reputation for um terrible customer service yeah i mean (laughs) i was trying to put it in a in a more subtle way but yes from what i've seen there has been some very questionable um
2: customer service responses yeah often Uh, it wasn't uh, what he was saying, it was how he was saying it. it was like rather than saying, I think actually that issue might be coming from your power supply. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're all thinking yeah, of the, so same,
1: yeah, the same, yeah, the same thing. Yeah, it, yeah, it was like, okay dare you plug, yeah, don't plug it into a one spot, you in. yeah, fucking buy yourself a striving Ouija and go from there. Yeah, I, f-
2: I think that would have been much, <laughs> much nicer than how he did approach it as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's an idiot? Oh, dear right and it is this
0: point of the show right now um i i'm mentioning that we uh we were running a partnership with uh fletcher pickups over the last month um with a competition did i win um matt you did not win funnily enough um i had to veto because fa- i wasn't
1: allowed to enter
0: yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah fun, <laughs> funny that um so the the competition was um celebrating five years of fletcher pickups and it was to win one of two really cool-looking guitars um, that uh, are loaded with Fletcher pickups as well. Um, so that run throughout the entire last month. And today, uh, Mr. Fletcher has done the prize uh, prize draw. I believe that he has uh, contacted the two people who uh, who won. So if, <laughs> if it was you, check your inbox. If not, um, then
2: what if it um, was I'll, you check your inbox yeah so i'm, I'm gonna, so gonna if, gonna it, if, if it wasn't me i'm not allowed to check my inbox yes right so uh just
0: <laughs> just to give you a little bit of a hint who it was so for the the t-type one that the kind of telly with uh what fancy bling and p90s and all this jazz uh it was uh los rocks 90 uh, i believe this was an instagram one and and then we've got the resonator was faux palms uh, so if you go by and like those handles check uh check your instagram check your facebook um because those are the two winners yeah, so congratulations to those but i'm also going to give a, a massive congratulations to all of those people who got involved with that um that as well uh, there were there were quite a few people who got involved and had just used it as an opportunity to big up how much they loved uh fletcher pickups um which i've found really hard because i've been with uh Fletcher pickups kind of since the start uh, and have really pushed this stuff because of how like how like insane the quality is um and how affordable it is as well like by by any uh like any stretch and i've I've told him this a couple of times I said you could probably double your
2: prices and still be selling out and it was like yeah no. Yeah, do you know what? It's funny because I had almost uh, a very similar conversation with him this week as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sent him, a, I sent him a, a link of something, and he was like, "Hmm, maybe if I uh, if I increase my prices, i will be able to get that." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> maybe you should <laughs>
1: do it then.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and no, no one would
0: begrudge him if he upped his prices um, because no. they are they are fantastic quality pickups. Like at double the price, you'd still be getting a good deal. Mm. Um, But he's 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 a bloke who's kind of close to my way of thinking. Whereas, like, like the reason he started up the um, the 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 pickup game is because he he was like modding at like cheaper guitars, and he, he was like all of these cheap alternatives are rubbish. Like all <laughs> all of the the cheaper alternatives to like the stock pickups aren't really much better. I'll just make my own. It can't be that hard um and then his pickups turned out really good um so yeah like it's and he's he's just got that mindset that i i don't want to be ripping people off i don't i want i want these to be accessible to people so that they're out there and playing them uh and i love that um so like massive 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 thank you to anyone who has who's been involved in that um just from the bottom of my heart just cheers because well done to the winners (coughs) absolutely um so so there there you go bastards Bastards. (laughs) (laughs) like genuinely legit um
2: yeah no congratulations you've just reminded me of sorry you just yeah yeah, carry on carry on i'm (laughs) trying to pull up my um trousers (laughs) um so yeah something else i've been um it seems every pickup builder starts that way yeah um that's what scott was just saying um i've um modded my own war a while back and i say a while back probably a good 10 years or so um but that was the same sort of frame of mind i was like uh, do you know what? all these wires out there are really really expensive if you want to like a really good one um but i could just mod this one and i did it and it came out really really well and it yeah. was like one of the first things i properly modded like in a big way i started off with like uh, my mxr blue box and one or two other little things um
1: but then I... Did you mod the blue box to
2: sound like an actual guitar pedal? Yeah, sounds like Sh- a tube screamer, it? Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in there. That's <laughs> why it's, it's my favourite pedal. It sounds like a tube screamer. <laughs> but um, no, um, yeah, I got got the wah sounding really, really good, and then from there I kind of went. That's it. I, I've yeah. I've reached it. I've, uh, that's the pinnacle. <laughs> Stop Modern modding pedals, please, mate. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Done it. Sorted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, but now I'm I'm on the search for a, a new war because I I've been thinking that there's this the auto return five three five Q from MXR the Crea baby. It just looks so perfect. It's a mini war. It's got auto return. You can change the all the Q and everything on it like on the fly and um, mm. yeah. It just looks so perfect, so I'm really highly considering getting one of them. Well, I'm thinking about it a lot. the the um, The,
0: the Behringer Hell War is based on that. Uh, oh, I'm it, not buying Beringer stuff unless uh, I pick it up secondhand. I'm not buying it. Just so, so, it, like, it was the first war I ever had. and I think it was about forty quid because it was in this big, massive, like treadle. Like, it was, like, moulded plastic, but it was... Mm. So, it was, like, twice the price of the other Behringer pedals that I bought. And it was fucking wank. I think uh, you've said about this. Yeah. I, I have, I have. Um But it... So, considering, like, how close those old plastic Behringer pedals are to the originals, you know, like, you might want to try out the 535Q first.
2: Yeah, saying that... It, it's, there's so much you can do to them, you know. There's so much control over it. I think, I think if you got that same pedal now, knowing what you know, you might be able to make it sound better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a fair cop. A fair cop.
0: Um, I am I'm very uh, conscious of our timing, so I'm just going to wrap up a little, uh, a little bit more of what I've been up to just just quick. Um so we've done that we've done that. Um I want to mention um today I I posted on Instagram about um uh, a wiring harness that I got through. Um have a look on the Instagram it kind of explains all of what's gone on with that. Um but I received it um yesterday. Um and this is like an ongoing <laughs> squire strat journey that I've said that oh I'll do it I'll do it and then I never have. Um <laughs> I finally like I got around to ordering it and I ordered it like late last week and to be fair like James's home of tone says oh like take like give five days for like the the um the putting together of these these wiring harnesses because they are all done to spec then they're not like sat there in a warehouse anywhere like I, I make them to order um and within within about four days it was at my house so like hats off to him for the expedience of the um the product. Uh but I also <laughs> so that I wouldn't put it off any further, I got the solderless kit rather than the um mm. the one where you have to like solder three or four wires. I got it where I could just like stick oh, them so into good. yeah, stick them into like sockets that screw in. Um and it like everything fit, everything worked. The only problem I had was the fact that I'd bought a a scratch plate which doesn't quite
2: fit uh (laughs) um, so why doesn't it fit just out of curiosity and i asked this because i have to buy a specific type of scratch plate for my strat because it's a japanese one yes yeah yeah so
0: like squires don't have a set um set Uh. um, like the hole patterns are different and because of that if you get some of the holes to line up the the plate fits enough that you can put it on but it's it's tilted ever so slightly so uh yeah, that that was a problem i also i uh, needed to dig out the the channel a little, little bit uh where the switch is because grown-up switches are bigger than little toy switches mm-hmm. um <laughs> and <laughs> like I did an absolutely massive bodge job on the uh, on the the bridge pickup because I'd bought it second hand and he didn't supply the uh the mounting screws and like the mounting screws that I had around were just too too thin and would just go straight through the center of the hole <laughs> uh so I ended up getting um I've got like a little kit for like a transistor tester which comes in a little box with like bolt nuts and bolts that are kind of roughly about the same size. So I ended up gluing the the bolts onto the but so the nuts onto the back of the the bridge plate for the the pickup, like the the um the steel the steel base plate, so that it would then fit to the uh, the nut. It was She's like on as ghetto as you possibly it's, it's can. It's Fucking MacGyver, I tell you.
1: <laughs> but it works. Yeah, I mean I'd like you're talking about a squire strat and that's a squire strat, that pink piece of crap there. Yep. And I had to cut out cut away the neck pocket of the scratch plate because it wasn't quite the right size. And because of the way the pickups are positioned on that scratch plate as well i then had to route out an extra bit next to the bridge so that the bridge pickup would go in because it was just it's just at the point where it was like tilting the bridge pickup completely out of the hole when it went in the hot so you had to yeah it's just yeah just a pain in the ass working on squires isn't
2: it absolutely it's great to learn on because anything that can go wrong is gonna go wrong
1: yeah 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 and it's also not going to cost you the b- a bomb like it would if you're working on a custom shop
0: yeah and, and <laughs> i didn't feel bad the fact that i was getting a drill out and just kind of wiggling it in the the crevice to get rid of bits <laughs> Rather, like it and, and like a screwdriver as a chisel kind of jobby and i was like well this is fine because this this guitar cost me probably about the same as the wiring harness so <laughs> like if i end up fucking it up and putting a massive hole in it it's all right it's not it's, it's okay um but it, it ended up working and it's like majoritatively it's, it fits in the um the scratch plate is like pushing down on the um like on the body a little bit so it's 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 not quite level
2: can you not just fill the holes with um some wood filler uh, of the original scratch plate and just like take a little like uh drill and drill new holes for the scratch plate yeah it's gonna it's gonna take like rooting the edges
0: of the the cavity for where the um the pots and the switch go because it doesn't quite line up mm. um they're, they're just kind of pushing against the edge at the moment which is fine but I, I might i might fix it i might not um but yeah like in terms of the a like lot the the wiring itself it was absolutely fantastic i uh, yeah. i had a quick look on uh home of tone um website and i couldn't get the the wiring diagram straight away so i just guessed um and it all worked <laughs> so like it's that it's it's that idiot proof that i like even i couldn't fuck it up um like the the only problem that i had is that i'd wired the neck pickup where the bridge was and the bridge pick up where the neck was but once i realized i I'd done that i just like unscrewed the two and switched them and it was fine Mm. Yeah. Um, so like, it, like if I was soldering it that that would have been
2: well this is how this works now the trouble <laughs> of when, you, when you're soldering things especially on um, wine harnesses is you have quite often several leads going to the same place and if you want a run, unsolder one they all oh, come fucking right. come off yeah <laughs> uh, and it's uh, such a yeah. it's such like a balance, balance in that. Just, Like you want to be a circus performer to get it right don't you
1: so I I mentioned, I think maybe the last time I was on the pod or the time before that I bought a wiring harness from James's Hone of Tone and mm. wrecked my Cabronita because <laughs> I was soldering things to the back <laughs> of the part yeah. and when it, it all worked fine when it was just hanging out the back of the guitar and then when I pushed it in this in the because it's only obviously it's, a, it's only a telly so it's only like a yeah. a hole up sort of like that mm. big Yeah, yeah jammed it all in, screwed it all down, fucking silent guitar now, and I just went, ah, I'll send it to a tech at some point. <laughs> That's basically it.
2: There you go.
1: So you remember I, I mean... was doing
2: my um, doing my super strat up, the one with the Floyd Rose and stuff, and I was, I, I, yeah. I was putting my Evolution pickups back into it, because uh, I had them in originally and i was putting them back in and i was kind of like right i want to get this so it splits the two and i want it to be on a five-way switch so we took a five-way switch out of an old squire funnily enough um <laughs> and uh it all goes around doesn't it but yeah i was like um okay right i want to get this in and i, I wired it all up and it's just dead and it's been there for ages so I was just like i yeah. <laughs> yeah it's um I. I did, just before the last lockdown, it was like I was talking to a guitar shop, they were like, yeah, yeah, send it over, we'll get it done, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a call when our tech speaks to us next. Nothing. Yeah, never got that
0: call, <laughs> yeah. no. Like I say, yeah. homotone, soldierless kit, you don't have to fuck yeah. about with anything.
1: Yeah, I think that that was, the but then my decision was poor there to not just get solos one, where I could just chop them off the old pot, like sort the ends out, and then screw it into a, yeah, should have
0: done that but you know yeah it was it's like an extra five or ten or something can you can you get the
2: idiot free installation (laughs) yeah absolutely like i might see if they do something like that for for the um for the shine super strap thing just because i i want i want like a dive bomb guitar
1: Yeah, yeah. I, if, they... if, if there's not one on the website, he'll do it for you. There's no, there was no Cabernetia wire and harness on the website. And I just messaged him and went, uh, Could you possibly do a wire and harness for a And he was like, Yeah, send me a photo of the cavity with a tape, the, the, the sort yeah, of ta- ruler yeah. or a tape messenger. Um, and then just, yeah, anything else that you want. And I will uh, put together a quote for you. He quoted within like an hour and a half of me sending him an email. And the thing was on the Isle of Man within five working days, which is just unheard of.
0: Shit, man. Like, uh, home of it, Tone James. You're fucking yeah. awesome. You you
2: are rad. I'll have a word with him. I've, we've spoken before. Uh, I'll have a, a chat with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, it, definitely worth it. He's good people. Right. Is he schizophrenic? That's...
0: <laughs> I don't know. Right, so we've got some uh, pedal boards, opinions, news, which we can do for, like,
2: 10, 15 minutes i like these um, and can can we say that we're not allowed to say the uh, line 6m5 please or m9 or m3 because it's um, cheating now sure. it does everything and it's in its budget <laughs> yeah i mean the, the the
0: mystical caveat will be the 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 actual answer is line 6m5 um, <laughs> but the, this first one can't be answered by that anyway uh saying i do a lot of session uh songwriting sorry this is ryan streeter uh I do a lot of songwriting session work from home so I mainly add reverb delays I'm going to skip past all that he's basically saying um <laughs> it made me curious um what the majority of guitar player, uh, guitar players in this group are what do you consider yourself as um so like what kind of how, like how would you um label your um your guitar playing to others if you were Uh, i don't know trying to impress them
2: what what level you're at or
0: yeah 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 yeah. so so we've got like we've got like hobby player songwriter live touring guitarist i just buy guitars and pedals to (laughs) distract me from the bleak grinding relentless (laughs) futility of my existence
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh, well i'm a combination of that one and i'm not a touring musician but like i no yeah, one was, is Matt. Yeah, no one's like a touring a, musician a, at the moment. I'm a, mate. <laughs> I'm a casual, yeah, yeah, covers band musician who plays, you know, forty gigs a year.
0: There you go. So like, so so yeah, a little bit from Colomé with the uh, the bleak existence thing, uh, but like <laughs> kind of beyond hobbyist guitar. But like hobbyist who gets to play out sometimes.
1: Yeah, I, I, like, I would I would liken myself to a semi-pro footballer in that I still have to work in the week, yeah. but occasionally I make a tiny bit of money from my hobby at the weekend. There you go. So you
0: semi-pro footballer of the guitar world. I, I'm having that. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm going to go along with that as well. I am a semi-pro footballer of the guitar world, but from the other side, I don't gig. I don't tour. I don't do... I, I, <laughs> like these four walls pretty much are the only ones that see my guitar playing these days. Um but i do a lot of kinds of online content for uh for guitar like i i run my um my instagram and my youtube uh pretty much exclusively but i also do uh do work with i've done some work with fletcher pickups uh like doing a few demos for them uh i do the uh, like a few demos for pedalboards to do as well so i would if i if i had to like try and big myself up And not just say I buy guitar pedals to make me not feel sad. I I would say like I'm uh, like a kind of like semi pro working uh, working musician um, and slash demonstrator. Uh, Lee,
2: don't know. I suppose because of work in the industry that makes that automatically makes you pro like professional doesn't it but um i'm not a professional level guitarist by any stretch of the <laughs> imagination um no i i would say if it was before the times of um before the times of youtube and that sort of thing i'd certainly be above average guitarist but i think since the since youtube and all the like the way that everyone uses the internet to learn nowadays i think i'm probably just slightly above average because i know a few tricks <laughs> but yeah there you go i know my modes okay. i know i know how to tap <laughs> you know that sort of bullshit and i'm really um, good with pedals
1: um, <laughs> if enough. we're throwing that in there like i am the most amateur of amateur players i i struggle to play some of the licks that like people people on the internet like crucify people for playing licks that i can't play yeah. and i was, i like i I'm, I'm not a, a t- technically gifted i i would say i'm kind of gifted with an ear that gives me a melodic kind of feel to improvisation and i understand theory enough to be able to improvise and not just you know stick in a fucking a pentatonic box, mm. but I, I, I wouldn't. I don't have techniques to play fast. I don't have techniques that, like, I, I, I can't tap to save my life. Um, all of my stuff is fairly basic, and uh, you know, I, I, think I could teach somebody to be at my level within twelve months, and they'd surpass me if I tried to teach them anything <laughs> more. But like, I don't, I don't think that's really a, a necessity in terms mm. of like going out there and getting yourselves out there, because, like I say, I don't think I'm a, a maybe i'm giving not giving myself enough credit, but i i I don't think so. people always come up to you at the end of the gig oh that was great, and I'm like Wah. yeah, you know I like I'm doing things that are really basic. I'm just mixing it all up so that it doesn't sound like that
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah I've got that kind of imposter syndrome as well where i am uh, like my um my playing ability, I know I know where the cap is, and I know little tricks that make it seem like i'm getting around that yeah. um yeah
2: but all else
0: fails yeah yeah trill oh.
1: fuzz, fuzz yeah. is the answer fuzz yeah. fixes everything
0: yeah like neck pickup is is my go-to because it just sounds good like,
2: i've played uh, in pretty successful um original bands before and um, we we did quite well like touring around london and, and these sort of things quite a lot that, that was good um, but and i missed that quite a lot but since moving away from london and moving down to the arse end of the uk and and having children and not knowing anyone who lives around here even i've been here five years um so this is kind of why i've been building this board together so when we move to sweden i'm going to be able to go and join a band and have this massive wet dry wet rig and really show off, but all I've got is a pedal board and, and a few speakers, <laughs> so yes. <Best>. Yeah. <laughs> you need sick riffs, uh, I believe. That's
0: that's what gets you in a band, not a pedal board. Uh, right, so <laughs> next next question uh, is actually from our, our very own Will, Will with the hair, Mr. Will Powell. William. William. Uh, he says... What does the ultimate mid-pushed overdrive mean to you? Tate effects on the drive. Pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. To be honest, I mean,
1: you're, you're asking me to say it's a tube screamer, aren't you? That's what. That's what. That's what you want me to say, Will. That's what you want me to say. But like, honestly, the, like. If you if you're going to ask for the ultimate, you want something that can do that, but also so much more. And yeah. to me, that's an Antera. It's like you can make it sound like a tube Screamer if you want to. I don't know why you would, but you can. But...
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you can get those tones, can't you? You can get like for the, a um, a tube screamer type pedal. What you want is you want to be able to take all the take all the gain off, up the volume, and use it as a, a kind of EQing boost. Yeah, you want to be able to add a little bit of grit and possibly shape in a strat tone to like take the the kind of scoop and put the meat back in the in the scoop. Yeah, it sounds like a, a terrible dinner. Sounds like a really bad ice cream, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you, how many I, scoops I, of I, corn pulled pork in the ice cream. cream?
1: I want pulled pork in an ice cream cone. <laughs> I reckon that'd be fine. Ugh, terrible.
0: terrible. <laughs> uh, but there we go so you you want to kind of like fatten up a strat tone by adding the mids back in and then like like you could you could add add more gain and have the solo boost thing again and like have it so that it's like creamy saturated uh lead tone and then you've got like the um the metal like shelving of the bottom end like t- tightening up the the flubbiness of a like really gainy uh amp And those are the kind of things that, like the ultimate quote-unquote ultimate uh, mid pushed overdrive would do. But you Uh, you are absolutely right, Matt. That if you've got the clean blend as well and being able to kind of feather in as much or as little of as that extreme EQ as you want, (laughs) there ain't much better, is there?
2: Yes. Yeah, no, there is.
0: (laughs) Go on. You're going to say like the MXR. Uh, blue box. <laughs> clon. No. But the, cl- the Clon isn't an ultimate is mid-pushed overdrive. A, it is
2: the v ultimate mid push, push overdrive. It does the push pu- the mids. It does, but it's in a very, very
0: gentle ultimate. way. And it's very subtle. <laughs> it's still yeah, the ultimate.
1: It's not, it's not as... But it's it's not really pushing the mids, is it? It's right like then. tickling the mids. Metal zone. It's tick- <laughs> you can push the mids right up <laughs> on that. It's that, isn't <laughs> it? It's, it's, it's a little tickle of the mids.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whereas the uh the tube Screamer's is full on work it, like work yeah. in the work in the mids it's
2: just the wrong <laughs> mids they're slightly slightly in the wrong place
0: yeah but which is why the tube screamer is known as a sorry the um the clone is known as a transparent boost it's not but the the e q uh like the the midpoints uh that it
2: pushes are that kind of clarity presence. Upper, upper mids they're just r- right in they're just smack bang in the right place do you know what i did uh a couple of days ago uh, is um we were doing we've been trying to uh, do some work on uh how to demo boosts on Tempedia. so i set the yes, um, it's difficult yeah i set the OD 200 <laughs> to um to the clone i put just the duchess on yeah. And um, put Duchess at about medium mid volume, and just turned the gain down all the way, and just started driving it with the volume of the clone. And it's such a it's such an amazing sound. Fuck, it was loud, but oh, it was just so lovely. Really, really, really pushes it into such a nice place, and it was still clean, but it was aggressive clean. Yeah. Just um, lovely. It would have sounded rubbish with a with a tube screamer because it would have just been fizzy. Okay, but if like
0: mid mid pushed overdrive is something that it's 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 a um it's a code word, isn't it? It's tube screamer.
2: It means it's tube not. screamer. It, <laughs> yeah. <doesn't. laughs> it does. Not, like, yeah.
0: Like transparent boost is clon. Mid pushed yeah. overdrive is tube screamer. So like if we are talking the ultimate tube screamer actually if if you don't need the clean blend i will i will go with you the the fact that the Antares it just does it all but if you don't want the clean blend and you want a, a tube screamer that does the tube screamer really well get a ds1 get a tube screamer sd1 sorry <laughs> get, get a ds1 yeah <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck screaming tubes let's distort the fucker. <laughs> Yeah, get
1: a DS1 and play some Nevada riffs. <laughs> All right,
2: right Grandad. Uh, Ma- Michael said, uh, any pedal described as a Marshall in a box. Um, I suppose it does push the mids. So a Marshall in a box does push the mids. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what about the uh, Blues Driver? Because that's, that's a blues uh, mid push. It's, it's, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a, it's, it's a slightly bit different scoot- thing,
2: actually, though, isn't it? No, no, no.
0: They they are pushed mids, but it, again, it's like sitting in a slightly different EQ curve. It's somewhere between the tube screamer and the blues driver. Um, and the the blues breaker is really really low gain. It's it's incredibly low gain. Like the original ones are. There's not there's not much drive going on at all. Um, whereas I think with with a tube screamer you. You get as much as you need.
2: Aye. Uh Scott said, what about the Sparkle Drive? Here's the
0: Sparkle Drive.
2: drive. <laughs> 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 you're, you're, that's the answer Because when someone says transparent drive, you think automatically of the um, the clone. When someone says mid-hump mid, mid hump overdrive, you think automatically of the Tube Screamer. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's almost
0: like synesthesia, isn't it? You see a colour, you see this colour green mm. when people say mid humped <laughs> uh, overdrive. Right, we'll, we'll yeah. go, go on to our next question. This one, <laughs> Pedal Boards of Doom had a really funny response for this in the uh, in the comment. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, did you know? <laughs> how did you? Said, yes. Uh, how do you know if a pedal is digital or analogue for a single effect? <laughs>
2: i saw this i didn't see your i might have seen your response but it was like people were like saying read the fucking instructions like did you not research your pedal before you bought it yeah there was there was a lot of salt going on with this uh with this question um
0: i think pedal boards of doom had suggested that you taste it uh and that anything that has got like a, a sweeter taste uh is is digital and if it's got an umami slash um uh, uh like a savory flavor then it's analog and if when you lick it all it, all you get is metallic then you're not licking hard enough and you just need to keep licking keep it
2: keep going uh so they there, there we, you go if we wanted to be a little bit more understanding towards the question and try to get a little bit more meat out of it there there is some kind of like like, that would be uh, analog meat would be yeah <laughs> you, you look at any pedal that's kind of taking a signal and processing it in any sort of way yeah um so like an, an analog delay is still not really an analog delay is it like unless it's a tape delay um whereas a a dd2 is still really even though it's this digital delay it still really <laughs> shares a lot with analog delays there's a quite a lot of crossover there what?
0: <laughs> no analog analog delays do it in a, um, n- not not by sig like signal processing. The 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 signal is put through a, a chip that will repeat the exact. Well, it will repeat something, and it will have the quirks of of that chip. Like the the filtering to remove the clock noise is is part of the process and. I think it's. Although you you could argue all pedals are digital because they're they're all running through a circuit. Um, I think the distinction is like
2: is it like is it DSP based um, yeah, I, effect? I, I, I get that. I, I'm I'm just trying to give the guy more credit uh, or whoever posted it a bit more. You know, trying to answer that question a this little was bit better than really.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, this doesn't make any sense. Favor Liu. There you go. It doesn't even sound like a name.
1: So, I mean, is the answer really just have a look on
0: the box? Yeah. Essentially, like more pedals. I know you do this really well because all of the ones that use an analog circuitry use a, a a red LED, and all the ones that are digital use a blue LED. Yeah. Not
2: rocket science, but they they've they've got it nailed. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, um, isn't it is. It's a bit like the two-note stuff, isn't it? Anything that's got uh, that's passive is black, and anything that um, actually has some sort of processing in it is white. Yes,
0: yes, of course. So yeah. there you go. Um, some some companies have got their own
2: little ways of telling you. Uh, other ones keep their secrets yeah and, and often if it has got some sort of processing on it like boss stuff will say about it, it's got a cosm chip in it and these sort of things yep. and it will it will often talk about it in that sort of sense but really it, it was a bit of a a bit of a strange question I wonder if we've misinterpreted it in some way due to a language barrier or something
0: yeah yeah possibly and the like in defense of the group there were some people in there like really trying to get to the bottom of it uh, I think Brian Wampler actually threw his hat in the ring and tried to try to answer it sensibly uh, before idiots,
2: this guy, started <laughs> <No>. <laughs> suggesting that you should
0: lick your pedals.
2: Yeah, I, do um, really, I really do want you to use your own account for that, please, because people do think it's me. <laughs>
1: That sounds like a you problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, and that's where we're gonna. That's where we're got to wrap for today. Uh, it's been an absolute blast. I am, however, sweating my taters right off. Um, it is very warm, and to preserve the quality of the audio of the podcast, I have not dragged the bedroom fan into here and put it on full blast because otherwise you would get a, a side side order of (laughs) throughout the entire podcast which would be fine for me but i'm here for you guys uh right so as always thank you to all of those people who have been in the chat today uh you've been amazing uh and if you've made it this far you deserve this thumbs up there we go i'm gonna try and keep this thumbs up in um there you go you've got five thumbs up there for uh this one is is even now uh in in focus. So there you go. Um but I'm gonna give a special, special shout out to our Patreon backers, who are the people who keep this background like a purpley colour, which is nice. Uh and you are Mr Andrew Bimson, Mr. Adam Yeomans of Cheftone Effects, Mr. Doug Christ of Thirty Seven Effects, and Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Oh, fantastic podcast, check it out. Uh, we have got Hugh G-Rection. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it was more impressive when I was younger. Um, we have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. Congratulations on five years worth of Fletcher Pickups. And we have got Brian Gare of the Tone Jerks podcast. And if you want to be one of those cool kids, if you go patreon.com slash fret for as little as $2 a month, your name could be read out on this podcast live. Um, yes. So budget pedal chap, that's me. I do things on the internet. This week uh, we've got the new N- X, not Nux, new X Horseman coming out. We have got um, the new X Horseman full demo coming out on Pedalboards of Doom. Um, what else? What else do I do? I do Instagram. I do Facebook. I do YouTube and they are all slash budget battle chop, and um what what was i going to say oh fuck 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 uh, youtube fuck. is the home of the no talk all tone i'm sure i can edit that so it doesn't make me sound crazy uh, uh, i think
2: i think you should put it like harmonize it and go like full, full on bgs with it
1: <laughs> um
2: so lee what do you do in your spare
0: time fuck <laughs> well, <laughs> lucky Mrs.
2: Lee, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Pen, with whom see you um what do I do in my spare time? I, I don't have any spare time, but in my work life, I uh, do Pedalbods Doom. Uh, so we run this lovely group, um, and we've got the YouTube channel, and we've got Instagram. We also work very, very closely with a company called Timepedia who brings out those amazing interactive gear demos, um, uh, with new demos released all the time by me. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got some fantastic new stuff coming out all the time. And if you see something, uh, we released the what's it called? The B Tronics, uh, uh, uh Vizba. Vesba, Vesba, Vesba recently, and that got a lot of love, especially from Mr. Keeley, Mr. Robert Keeley. He really liked that. Um, so yeah, yeah you know, anything that's coming out new, have a look. So we and I'll post it up on pedalboards to of doom anyway um yeah so that's what i do i do youtube videos i do uh the news every week so every week alongside podcasts and live streams and these sort of things i'll make a video i'll be doing one tomorrow and that will be of the latest gear news and just a roundup um what else do i do um oh that's that's probably about it you'll be
0: mentioning the uh the purple mojo mojo tomorrow won't you you will because we didn't mention it on this podcast
2: I, I didn't know there was a new Mojo Mojo. Uh, but I, I will do it tomorrow when I look at the it's news. A signature pedal. Oh, is it, who's he... it for? Paul Gilbert. But he's just done a signature pedal with JHS.
0: No, he's, he can have more than one pedal. Uh, okay. You can't tie that guy down. Well, you probably could. <laughs> he's very tall.
2: He's very tall. I know. I've met him a couple of times. Um, but yeah, um, okay. Yeah, so that's what I do. And, uh, Matt? There you
1: go.
2: <laughs> Classic. Stop playing with yourself, man, and tell people what you do.
1: I don't do anything. I, I gig in a couple of covers, bands. that if you want to fly to the Isle of Man and isolate for a while, you can come and see. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the internet, but I wouldn't speak to me because I'm a grumpy twat. That's true.
0: <laughs> That's why it's nice to listen to us on a podcast Because we're at arm's length here Yeah um, And that, that will be it for this week um, We have got a shit joke coming up So if you are a podcast listener You are going to going to hear that um, Possibly given by Lee this week Maybe, I don't know But that will be it So from myself, Mr Budget Pedal Chap From Mr Matt Quine Say bye Matt Bye Matt you. And from Mr. Lee, say bye, Lee. Goodbye, everyone. See you later. Tatty. bye. ta a bit. Bye. Guten bye. ta How does Sean Connery shave? He presses Control-S just like everybody else. Oh, control okay.
1: <laughs> that was awful. Okay. That was actually awful.